Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Welcome as we continue with chapter 3 of the laws of Brochus, Hilchas Brochus. We get into the nitty gritty. According to Torah, that which really sustains a person is bread. There are verses which talk about it. Lechem, levav, enosh, yisod, bread, satiates, sates, the heart of man, and so on and so forth. So I guess the Torah is not very big on the Atkins diet. But then again, what do I know? I'm just a kid from New Jersey. Chameshes minim heim. There are five species of grain. So when we talk about grain, these are the five species of grain. One is hachitin, wheat. Vaseirin and oats or barley. Vahakuz, I'm sorry, barley. I stand corrected. Haseirin, barley. So you have wheat, barley. The akusmin is rye. There are some varying interpretations. But the other three are rye, oats, and spelt. Mishibayla shul is oats. Mishifon is spelt. To review again. Wheat, barley, rye, oats, spelt are the five main grains. Define. Hakusmin. What we define here as rai miminachitin, it's of the wheat family, and what he translates here as oats and spelt is from the barley family. These five types, when they're still in their stalks, that's where they're called tvua. Tvua means growing grain. So the halacha will repeatedly refer to the word tvua. For example, kol minei tvuata litova. That's the grains as they grow in their stalks. Once they're processed by threshing and winnowing, which is the process of separating the stalks, the outside from the grain themselves, Nikroim dogon. Then they're referred to as grain. So first it's tvua, the raw, with the outside stuff. After the threshing and the winnowing, it's called grain. And once it is processed through the mill, veloshin, and it's kneaded as kimchon into flour, and they're baked, nikrapast, and it's called bread. So we have stage one in the raw is tvua. Stage two is grain, dogon. Stage three is pas, bread. See, the average kid from Newark doesn't exactly know how you go from grain to bread because you buy the bread in the bakery. The bread that we speak of has to be made from one of these five materials, Wheat, barley, rye, oats, and spelt. And without any additional modifiers, that's the definition of bread. Flour and water. Now, by the way, 
We all know in today's world that you can get matzah in most of these. You can get spelt matzah. You can get oat matzah. Uh, certainly various forms of wheat matzah. And, and so on. If these were not called grain, you wouldn't be able to fulfill your obligation of matzah with them. Because matzah has to be grain, grain. Now we're doing the laws of brochus. So that was just a background to understand how it works. What if somebody eats bread? What's bread? We just defined it. He's obligated to make a blessing prior to that eating. He who brings forth bread from the earth. Every bar mitzvah boy knows that. He makes the, the motzi with all the photographers. So that's what he makes for bread. I don't mean to pick on photographers. And following it, he says, Arba Brocha is the blessing called Birchas Amazon on the four of the four blessings, which we just finished learning about in the earlier chapter. So that's the simple application of eating bread. Now let's get complicated. If he eats kernels of grain, which has been cooked without being processed, he eats whole grain without being processed, meaning no winnowing and, 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 and none of that processing we talked about before. So what he did is he ate something that grew from the ground, but it's not grain. Because it hasn't been processed. So the pre-blessing he makes is bore priadoma. Blessed be he who creates the fruit of the ground because it's no different than a kumquat. It's no different than uh, anything else that grows from the ground. It's not grain. It hasn't been processed. And the after-blessing would be the normal after-blessing for anything. There's a general blessing. We thank God for creating many souls. And they lack a lot of things, and Hashem creates everything in its proper order. Thank God. That's the general after-blessing that you would make on water, on soda, on, on fish, on meat, and eggs. Even on the preferred food called diet soda. <laughs> and all its chemicals. But if we're talking about flour... The guy is eating flour. People don't eat flour. So he just makes a bracha shahakol. The general all-encompassing blessing. And afterwards the general blessing. So again, he just enumerated two unusual things. Eating the grain in the stalks. Cooking the grain in the stalks. He has adama and boron Or eating flour. Those are not normal things. But, Kemach, if we take flour, Shalechad Mechameshes Aminim of the five mentioned special or spatial species of wheat and barley and rye and oats and spelt. Sheshlaku, they cooked it. Virbu Bamayim and mixed it with water. Ebishar Mashkim or other liquids. And they made something out of it. If it's thick, 
so that it can be eaten and chewed properly. Then it would be appropriate to make So, for example, he's talking about oatmeal here. Oat bran, porridge. You took one of the grains, you cooked it, and it has substance to it. You make boreminimizonis. All about safe, and afterwards, alamichya. And that is the, the common practice. Because you're eating a grain. But if it was a liquid, it's fit for drinking, then it's a drink. So for the liquid, he makes shahakal first. For Kemach shall echad mechameshes haminim shebishle bigdeira. What if there is a grain, there, there is flour of one of the five species that was cooked in a pot? Bein levado, whether it's cooked alone, bein sheirvayim devarim achedim, or it's cooked with other things. Kegain, for example, levivishukayetzi behem. For example, latkes. But there's grain in it, there's flour in it. So also grain that was divided or crushed or cooked in a pot. Kigain, for example, Harifes, we get us a caramel, For example, groats or grits. All of the above is referred to as <clears throat> stuff of cooking. So also, any cooked dish. Which has one of these five grains in it. In a flour form. Or in a bread form. This becomes a If you take flour or bread you mix it into some kind of concoction, it's one of the five grains, and again, it has the blessing of, it's cooked. It's not a bread. It's cooked. So it had this, whatever it is you came up with, has the blessing of bore minimizonis, because it's not just potato latkes. It's flour latkes. Like if somebody would make matzah latkes, uh, it would be a mizonis, I think. Again, I don't want these laws to be taken as final laws of which blessings you make on what. There are lists online of which blessings you make on what. This is the development of the halacha and the rambam and so on. And uh, as we go on, I'm going to bring in a particular list and do some comparisons, which I don't have with me today. Hey, Bamed, when does this apply? When this particular species has importance to him, and it's not a secondary ingredient. But if that which he added of the five grains is a very secondary <coughs> component, ingredient, he makes a blessing 
for the main ingredient of Feiteras Hatvela, and that exempts the secondary ingredient. <coughs> this is a general rule in all blessings, and this is perhaps one of the most interesting rules that you have in Brochas. And that is, Kail Shehu Iker, anything that is the main focus of the dish you're eating. And there's something else that's secondary, and it's part of the same dish or part of the same course. <coughs> the blessing is made on the main focus ingredient, and that exempts the secondary one, even, the secondary, even though the secondary one is perhaps a more prominent species. We'll go a step further. Whether that secondary ingredient is mixed in or not. For example, six. What are we talking about? The secondary ingredient mixed in. <clears throat> so here he has an example. Again, for example, lefes turnips. A crove or cabbage, shebishle, which was cooked. The aid in this concoction of turnips, in this concoction of cabbage, they mixed in kemach <coughs> flour. Shall echod mechameshes haminim of one of the five species, kedeladapka, in order to cause it to cleave together. What is the purpose of putting the grain in, the flour in? To cause it to cleave together. It's not that you're interested in the grain. The grain serves the turnips and the cabbage. Even though it has grain, you would think you'd make mazonos. No. Shehalefes, because the turnips, who ihoikir, is the main focus here. Excuse me one second. <clears throat> I have to recapture my voice. The turnips is the main focus. The kimchay, the flour that you've added, tefela is secondary. Here's the rule: shakol anything that's added to cause stuff to stick together, or to cause an aroma, or in order to cause it to become a particular color, red dye number three. Harezu tefela. This, by definition, is secondary or tertiary or unimportant. So, in this case, the grain, the flour that was put in, is also not important enough to call for a bracha. Avol, but on the other hand, im edav. If he mixed it in, kedelitin tam betarevis, in order to contribute taste, you want the grain to contribute taste of any kind. Then the grain is a superior ingredient. Harayu becomes a mainstay. And that's fascinating, the logic of it. The fecal, therefore, mine dvash, any type of sweets. Dvash literally means honey, but figuratively it means sweets, like kichol soor, vechol dvash, lo saktiro mimeno, sweets. Shemevashlin which are being cooked, in bohem, and you give into the sweets, you insert an ingredient called chaylev chita, some starch, because you want it to cleave together. And you're making various 
delicacies of sweets, you're not doing this because you want the grain. You want the starch. Because it has starch, it does not become a mizonas food. It's the sweets that you want. So your blessing is made for the main ingredient of the sweets. That's one example. Now here comes an amazing example. Seven. This primary and secondary also applies when it's not even mixed together. What are we talking about? Classic example. If his intent is, or as he says it here, he must have some herring. If I don't have herring, it's, it's over. By the way, this is what they taught me when I was a kid. Do you know why the ocean is salty? Because it has a lot of herrings in it. You're about to eat herring, and your mother says to you, your wife says to you, if you don't have a piece of bread, you're not having herring. You must ha- it'll kill you. You must have bread with it. All right, I'll eat the bread. He eats the bread, in order that the salt shouldn't kill his throat and his tongue. Some bread with it. He only eats the salted fish. He only makes a bracha for the salted fish, and the bread is free. He doesn't even make a bracha for the bread. Why? Because he's not interested in eating bread. Because the bread is secondary. Now, it's hard to imagine people actually doing that, because what people usually try and do is they sit down, they say, okay, I want bread. And they take out the nicest piece of bread and they wash and they make hamotzi and then they eat the herring with bread. But technically this is absolutely correct. And this is called ikr and tofel in blessings. He brings down here that <clears throat> the Gemara protests and explains that in almost all situations bread would be considered primary. And the mission is describing a specific instance where people who eat fruit that originates in the area around Lake Canaris, and, and, and so on and so forth. This is not a simple halacha. So it's best to make the hamotzi in one form or another, but it's an interesting halacha. Ches hapas sheposas what if bread is broken into pieces, or bishla bigdeira, and then you cooked it in a pot, a losha bamorak, or mixed it into soup, kneaded it into soup? Im yesh and kazayis, if there is the minimum amount of a kazayis in the pieces, they're as big as a kazayis. The word kazayis means like an olive. Technically, according to the Merkas Chumash, 0.79 of an ounce. A shenikr shehin pas, or it looks like bread. It hasn't changed. You would have to make hamotzi first. But if there's no minimum 0.79 of an ounce, or it doesn't even look like bread. It has mizonis. Therefore, for example, even if you take bread and make a kugel out of it, you can argue that it's bore minimizonis. Again, these are very complex laws. We're getting background here for specific halachas. Do not take it from here, but look on the internet and find a list of brachas. Tes Isa 
Shenefes Bakarka. Here, the Rambam describes a situation where there was a method where they used to bake dough in the ground. Like the Arabs who live in the desert, the Bedouin Arabs used to do. And he has a whole thing here that the Arabs would dig a hole in the ground. They would fill it with wood. They would start a fire. When the wood had burned until all that remained was glowing coals, they would remove them and fill the hole with dough. Afterwards, the coal would be placed above the dough and allowed to remain there until the dough was baked. And then whatever they took out was this bread that they used. It doesn't even look like bread. It doesn't deserve hamotzi, but it deserves a mazonas blessing because it is a grain. However, and here comes an interesting law, if his meal is revolving around that, that's the mainstay, that's the bread of his meal, then he should make hamotzi. So also, dough that was kneaded with honey or with oil or milk, or he put various condiments and he baked it. This is called bread that comes with kisanim, which means that the flour is not baked with water, but it's baked with something else, either a fruit juice or a sweet or milk. What is bread? Flour and water. This is not flour and water. This is flour and juice. Even though it's bread. Technically, he would have to make mezonas because it doesn't have the flour and water. However, if he establishes his meal around this, he makes a blessing of hamotzi. And here I can explain a very modern debate, a raging debate which exists in halacha. If you go into any kosher restaurant in New York or in many other places and you'll say, give me a roll or a bagel with an omelet, they'll say, you want mazonas? What are they talking about? They say, do you want to have hamotzi bread or bagel or do you want to have mazonas bread or bagel? What does that mean? It means I don't want to wash my hands and do the whole birchas hamazon. I want to say mazonas and do an alamichya. So how do you make this roll or this bread, mazonis? It's very simple. You do this. You bake it with apple juice, not with water, or with more apple juice than water. Whatever the detailed technicalities are, this, as we just learned, makes it mazonis bread. You go on an airline. You look at your airline thing. It says, this bread is mazonis. Wow, that's great. I don't have to run into the restroom and wash and run out and make a brocha. And do all those other crazy things. All right, so what's the problem? The problem is that in the restaurant or in the airline, you establish your meal around it. And he just said, but if your meal is established around this, then it doesn't matter what it is, it's hamotzi. This is the debate. Some people say, well, it's just a small roll. It doesn't matter, and, and so on and so forth. Is it mezonis or is it hamotzi? Therefore, some people will reject the notion of mezonis. Other people will accept it. And here you see the halachic background. Now we come to a different animal called rice. 
What's the deal with rice? So I can give you a practical preview that there are varying opinions as it relates to rice. Whether rice is a grain or it's a vegetable or as Alfredo says, a vegetable or it's a nothing. It's, I don't know what. It's a food. If it's a grain, you would have to make mizonos. And you'd have to make al after it. If it's a vegetable, you have to make bore priyadoma and make bore nefoshis after it. If it's just food, you have to make shahako. And there are these three differing opinions. Therefore, practically speaking, and I'm not even talking about the Rambam yet, I'm talking about practically speaking, there are various approaches to rice. The approach that I was taught is you have several choices. Either you take something else, a cracker, and you make a bracha mezonas. Then you take a vegetable and you make a bracha hadoma. Then you take some choice shahako food. There's nothing better than Diet Coke. And you make a shahako. So you've already made mezonas, hadoma, and shahako. You've already made the blessing for grain, for stuff that grows from the ground, and for general stuff, and then you can have your rice. Better yet, don't eat rice unless you're in the middle of a meal that you ate bread. Because of these differing opinions as to what rice is. Now let's learn Rambam. It is rice. Shebishle, which was cooked, made rice bread. But Chilam of Arachalabedim in the Mizanis that Rambam brings down the opinion of Bezonus. But at the end, it's not Alamichya, Baranafoshus. So that's a compromise. As long as it's not mixed with anything else. Only Orez, Aval Pas Deichen. However, Millet bread, a Paschal Sharmin, a Kitneus, or other Kitneus, which is bean bread. Now, an example, another example, which is very common today, is stuff made with potato starch. All the Passover cakes and cookies that are made with potato starch, they're all shahakal. 11, Yudalev, Kilshim, Avarchamola, Batchila, Hamotzi, anything that starts with a Hamotzi. The end has the grace after meals, arba brachas, all four blessings, the full birchas hamozen. But anything that's preceded by borim in mezonas, you have the blessing which combines all three blessings. The exception would be rice. When does this apply? Because I shall my love, he ate more. Then the olive, crushed olive volume, because I is, but if he ate less than the crushed olive volume, whether from bread, or he eats, or he drinks less than that quarter of a log. We gave that measurement earlier. Again, according to the Merkas Chumash, the Kazayas is point. Nine seven of an ounce. The revius is two point nine one ounces. 
first bracha is the bracha that's fit for that species. In the end, he doesn't make a bracha at all. And finally, in 13, the Rambam gives you the language of this bracha, what we refer to as the alamichya, or alaperos, or alagefen blessing, which is a combo blessing containing a combination version of the first three blessings of the Birchas HaMozan. And, and we usually add and various versions, this is a blessing that combines blessing one, thanking God for the sustenance. That's blessing two, thanking God for the Holy Land. Blessing three, thanking God for Jerusalem and praying to him, asking him to rebuild it. We insert the thrust of its blessing of Shabbos and Yomte. We say, And as he does, by the long version of Grace After Meals, end of this chapter.